people thinking that this is hip pain, meaning hip joint pain, uh, but it looks totally different. So people that have arthritis of the actual ball and socket of the hip joint will get pain that usually goes to the groin or that goes down the knee or they get this very deep pain in the thigh. This is completely different than this bursitis pain, which is all the way to the side and that you can usually put your finger on. Uh, but I see a lot of patients who think they have hip arthritis and I, I do a physical exam in the office and I say, hey, guess what? You might have hip arthritis, but that's not what's causing your pain. It's, it's really this bursitis that's causing it. Hi, I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and this is the Medical Influencers and Regenerative Warrior Show. I'd like to welcome our special guest, Dr. Malay. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about um, stem cell regenerative medicine and uh, a condition called, is, is it trochanteric bursitis? Am I saying it right? Yes, trochanteric bursitis or greater trochanteric bursitis, yes. Perfect. So for those of you who don't know what trochanteric bursitis is, besides a big word, what exactly is that condition? What happens? So bursitis means an inflammation of a structure in the body called a bursa. And what a bursa is, is it's, it's a little sac that usually will sit between muscles and bones in various parts of the body uh, to avoid having the muscles get injured whenever you do things like walk or, or, or move those muscles. Uh, very frequently, those sacs can, can get inflamed and they can fill with fluid and they can become painful. And so that's called a, uh, a bursitis. The trochanteric bursitis specifically is one of the more common ones where that pain develops over the, uh, the side of the thigh next to the hip area. So the, basically on the side, is it usually, does it happen bilaterally or is it just usually one side at a time that it usually affects? It frequently starts on one side, but then people start compensating and start walking differently because they're hurting. And then eventually the other side starts hurting for a lot of people. Gotcha. And uh, what is a good way to diagnose this problem? If let's say they're not, you know, they don't have an x-ray or something. Let's say you're at home and your, your hip hurts or how, where, do, where exactly are you going to notice the pain? Is it going to be in the back part where your pelvis is or, or more on the side? It's more on the side. And here I can show you on myself. Okay, go ahead. So if I look down at my own leg here, this is my waistline up here. It's right around where the pocket is. So right, right around here in the middle of the thigh, you can push. And depending on how big your leg is, you might have to push a little bit harder, uh, but you can, feel a, you can feel a bone right there on the side. People that have this trochanteric bursitis, a lot of them will say my hip hurts, uh, but, but then we'll point to that very specific area. You can also get pain that's shooting down the side of the thigh all the way to the knee because that's where a lot of those muscles attach. So if, if this little bursa sac is inflamed, it pushes on the muscles above and the muscles get irritated. And so you, you can get pain all the way down the side of your leg. Usually the pain will not be past the knee. If you have pain past your knee, it's probably not this. It's probably something else. Got it. Got it. Understood. And so typically when, when, how do you know when you need to do something about this problem? I mean, what, what happens to the point to where, uh, this is now more of a serious problem and not just maybe you overdid it in the gym or did something. Right. So there are a couple of factors you want to look at. The first one is, uh, how bad is the pain? 
if it's if it's mild and tolerable, then then uh, maybe you can try some conservative management first. I've seen people that were so bad and they let it go for so long that they they have difficulty walking, they can't sit in their car, and they they, they can't drive for long periods of time. Um, other activities are completely limited. So in in that case, you might want to try some more uh, aggressive treatment and actually seeing someone. Uh, the conservative management for it usually is taking over-the-counter anti-inflammatories, putting ice packs or heat right on the area, doing some stretching, um, ideally some more formalized physical therapy if possible, where we really focus on those muscles and can target that area. If, uh, if those things are not enough after a period of usually four to six weeks, uh, then you want to come in and, and see someone for uh, a little bit more interventional treatment. What about those uh, foam rollers? Could you use that as well? You can absolutely use those foam rollers, especially the ones that have ridges on them. Uh, because what, what you do is you roll it down the entire side of a leg, even yes. with you lying on the ground and rolling yourself over it. Or if you're unable to do that uh, because, of, uh, because of other medical issues, you can, uh, you can just roll it down or have someone else roll it on your leg. What that will do is relax those muscles and relax what's called the iliotibial band or IT band, which is a very thick band that sits where the muscles do and goes all the way down the knee. That bend, when you have this bursitis condition, uh, tends to get angry as well and can, can get very taut. So you're absolutely and, right. Foam rollers are, are great for this. And what age group of people typically have a uh, would would be in the that would feel this kind of problem, or is there one? You can really see it in any age group, but the the peak age group starts in the middle age, okay, late 40s ish, and then uh, and then progresses on to uh, to old age. Gotcha. And so can you, so, uh, so somebody has this problem, they'll typically see their medical provider and they'll say, I might have some kind of hip pain. Um, is this an often mis, uh, missed, misdiagnosed condition? Yeah, the main confusion that stems from this, um, and I see this all the time, is uh, people thinking that this is hip pain, meaning hip joint pain, uh, but it looks totally different. So people that have arthritis of the actual ball and socket of the hip joint will get pain that usually goes to the groin or that goes down the knee or they get this very deep pain in the thigh. This is completely different than this bursitis pain, which is all the way to the side and that you can usually put your finger on. Uh, but I see a lot of patients who think they have hip arthritis and I, I do a physical exam in the office and I say, hey, guess what? You might have hip arthritis, but that's not what's causing your pain. It's, it's really this bursitis that's causing it. I gotcha. I gotcha. And that's a, actually probably a better thing than having a problem actually in the hip joint itself, correct? Absolutely. Good. So this is like before, <laughs> before it gets really, really bad. And yes, so, so, so we've gone over some physical therapy can help these things. Uh, uh, maybe a roller, some, uh, uh, some pain relievers if it can go away. And if it's not going away, that's when they need to, and, and it's not actually in the hip joint itself. It's really on the outside side. Oh, can you see it on x-ray? Usually you can't see it on x-ray because it's a problem with the soft tissues, uh, not, not the bones. So the bones will look normal. You might be able to see a little shadow in there that looks abnormal if there's a lot of fluid uh, in, the, uh, in the bursa itself, but typically you, you really won't. If you want to do an imaging study, you would need to do an MRI because that really will show you what all those soft tissues will look like. And, and oftentimes be all you can see, 
Yeah. Right. You'll see a swollen bursa. You'll see some swollen fluid right in there. You'll see some, uh, maybe some uh, tendonitis or inflammation of the tendons of the muscles attaching in that area. Um, it's typically not required for, for the diagnosis. I, I have pretty good accuracy just with physical exam on this that, uh, that I usually don't order an MRI. Hey, this is Dr. Ross Carter again. Listen, um, if you're a doctor or a medical professional or interested in adding exosomes to your practice, or if you're actually a potential patient who's interested in exosomes, I want you to listen. Now, the company that we're recommending, I have a, an agreement with. Basically, I refer them business. Now, I would rather, if you're getting exosomes, make sure to get it from an actual company and not a distributor. So I'm not you know, doing it that way. Basically, I'm just referring you to them. If, but if I do refer them to you or you to them, basically what you'll get is not only will you get product from them uh, at the best price you can get, but you'll also get an additional bonus of free uh, amniotic exosome products as well. So, so what that means is if you order uh, the, uh, the placental exosomes, the MSC exosomes, you'll get in addition for free amniotic ex uh, exosomes absolutely free. So if you're using amniotic exosomes, you're already paying for those. And so you get a, you get a vial of those for free with, with purchase of the MSC exosomes. And hopefully you see the, the, the difference in the value by now. If you're a patient and considering this and you think, hey, I'd like to do this procedure, um, all you got to do is you can contact me and I'll, I'll send you places that could be close to you. So here's how to contact me. Just go to my, just send me an email at drrosscarter at gmail.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R -S -S -E at gmail.com. Or you can call or text me at 561-962-1231. That's 561-962-1231. So either email me or text me or call me. It's just best to email or text me and I can get back with you with that information. So if you're considering this, uh, let me uh, you know, be the reference point and it, it helps to support the show. Obviously, uh, I get a little uh, a benefit if I refer you. So um, I wanna be transparent about that. So please support the show and email or text me and I can get you connected and give you the best prices plus a special is you're going to get additional amniotic fluid exosomes for free. Can't beat that. So uh, I hope you uh, continue to enjoy the show. Uh, I'll let it continue. Here you go. Good. And so once this is determined that this is the problem, what, what kind of op uh, options does a patient have to, to get rid of it? All right, so we, we talked about the medications and the physical therapy and the conservative stuff. For yes. a lot of people, that will actually be enough. And in my clinic in the chronic pain world, I tend to see people that have, that have failed that by the time they come to my door. So uh, if you fail that, uh, I, will do, uh, I will do an image-guided injection. So I will take you and I will put you either on an ultrasound machine or an x-ray machine, and I will do an injection of, uh, of medication right where that bursa is. And the medication can either be what we call a diagnostic injection, meaning we just want to confirm that this is our diagnosis. Right. In that case, I just inject some numbing medicine by itself uh, and, and see what happens. And what we would expect to see from that is pain relief for the duration that the numbing medicine works. And but the one that we have that works for longest is something like 16 to 24 hours. So, so really, 
you'd expect relief for, for just a day from that because it's just a diagnostic injection to confirm what we have. Um, if I want to treat it, then I have several different options with what I can do. Um, I can add steroid medication in there, which okay. can decrease inflammation sure. and, uh, and which should provide longer term pain relief. Yes. I can try to get fluid out of a bursa if, if there's a lot of fluid, uh, but it's pretty rare that there's enough to, to be able to suck that out uh, from a needle. Uh, or I can try some of the regenerative products, which, uh, which tend to work very well for this. So let's what go are, into the regenerative products because uh, obviously that would be a really good, in, uh, good information. Yes. So, so tell me what you found um, it can, uh, in the regenerative world that really makes a difference. Uh, several different treatments can make a difference for this. Um, a lot of people are doing PRP. Uh, I find that PRP works pretty well, but uh, most patients are going to tend to need repeated injections of PRP and the duration won't be, uh, won't be quite as long. And you might but, want to tell us what PRP stands for. Oh, yes. So PRP is platelet-rich plasma. PRP is a, uh, a product that's uh, harvested from a person's own body. So uh, you get a, uh, a needle stick like for a blood collection and then blood gets taken. It gets put into a test tube. It gets put into a centrifuge, which is a device that spins it down. And a concentration of that blood will have uh, a high amount of platelets and anti-inflammatory factors. And so it's, it's called plasma and it's called platelet rich because the platelets are all in there. By collecting that from the tube and re-injecting it into the painful area, you can actually jumpstart the healing and anti-inflammatory process. Gotcha. But the, and the, but the good thing about that is that there's no rejection because it come, it's coming from your own body. But Absolutely. The, but the challenge is that it doesn't seem to, it, it doesn't last that long or is that, is that usually the, the problem? That's, that's what it is. It's a duration thing. So uh, there are no live cells or anything like that in there. Uh, it's, it's just like I said, platelets and then, uh, and then some plasma in there that has growth factors and anti-inflammatory mediators, but it, it will not last forever, especially if whatever caused the underlying problem to happen uh, doesn't go away or we don't know what caused it. Uh, there's a chance it comes back and then patients get repeated PRP injections. Gotcha. And how long does PRP, uh, these type of injections uh, typically last in a, in a patient with this problem? Three to six months, closer okay. to the six month side. Um, they might need a couple more injections if it's the very first time they are getting PRP when yep. the inflammation is at the highest. So it will usually be a series of injections to start uh, a couple of weeks apart. But after that, usually there's a maintenance anywhere from three to six months later. Hmm. Gotcha. And uh, so if someone is, they've tried that and it, it may have helped for a little bit, but they want a little bit more of a longer solution. Do you have any other procedures that might be helpful? Uh, yeah. So at that point, they have several different options. Um, they can try to get uh, one of the uh, higher grade regenerative products like uh, like some of the stem cell or exosome products. Mm -hmm. uh, some of these products actually have live cells and, and I've seen patients get much longer duration of relief. Um, or last resort, they, they can try to get a surgery called the bursectomy where a surgeon goes in and tries to take that little sac out from under the muscles. Now, I don't like that because uh, it's, it's more invasive. They have to cut into the muscles to get to the sac underneath. And if it doesn't work, I've seen some patients with pain that was worse than, than what it would have been if they never got surgery. So uh, I try to steer people away from that if at all possible. 
So you're saying that there are some regenerative procedures that, that can be helpful, whether it be some kind of uh, stem cell type product or exosome product. Uh, what, what have you found, uh, what, what kind of stem cells have you found to be beneficial? Uh, the one that I prefer to use for this is, uh, is cord blood. Cord so blood. that is cord blood. So blood collected from the umbilical cord. Um, a lot of times it'll be, uh, it'll be from uh, donated tissue from others that have given C-sections. They're usually healthy. And that cord blood will be collected and processed by different labs um, to, uh, to have a very high concentration of, uh, of stem cells in there. So cord blood actually has some live cells and, and can work very well. And so, and when you inject that, how quickly are you noticing a response when you use that type of procedure? Uh, it's, it's variable, especially because we're talking about an inflammatory condition here, meaning, uh, meaning it's not a really a structural problem, but usually it will take uh, at least several weeks and up to, up to uh, two to three months to start seeing results. And uh, the results usually get better and better as you wait uh, a little bit longer. Can you, can you do a multiple of procedures at the same time so that they can have relief a little bit more quick and then longer lasting at the same time? Or is that not possible? Yeah, so that's what sort of the exosomes uh, play into this. Okay. So exosomes are another product that, uh, that I like to use for this, uh, for this issue. Uh, what exosomes are, are these little fat globules that have signaling molecules in there uh, that will essentially tell your body, hey, go here. And, and, uh, and do some healing. There's a problem here. Right. Um, exosomes can be used by themselves, but I, I run into the PRP problem when I do that, meaning uh, they, they will work temporarily, they will work pretty quickly, but they will not work for, uh, for as long as some of the stem cell products. So uh, they do work longer than PRP, but you're still looking at a six to maybe nine month window before you need a repeat injection for this problem. So could um, you do uh, an exosome and a cord blood mixture and, and have a better, yes, longer result? Yes. So the, the ideal thing to do is to do a staged procedure where we, uh, we would first inject exosomes. Uh, that would usually result in relief uh, within a couple of days, so much faster than using stem cells alone. The exosomes are going to start that recruitment process where they start to get your body focused on the area that you want to heal. And then once that area is, is prepared, about a week later, I will have them come back and then, and then do an injection of this uh, cord blood stem cell product. So essentially you're setting the stage for them, for the stem cells, getting some pain relief early, and then you put, you put the stem cells in a week later. What I've seen from that is some synergy between the two products, meaning that, uh, that I get right. better results from either one alone, both in terms of how quickly it works, the amount of pain relief that you get, and then the duration of pain relief. That's awesome. And yeah, they don't have to have surgery. Now, some of the challenges are possibly is that th th this type of procedure is not covered by insurance or partially covered by insurance or, or is there any insurance at all? It, it depends. So the actual injection into the bursa is covered by uh, all insurance plans I've ever tried to use. If we're talking about the diagnostic injection uh, with a uh, uh, numbing medicine or with the steroid medication, um, okay. the vast majority of insurance plans, with rare exception, are still considering a lot of these biological products experimental and, right. uh, and will not want to cover them, unfortunately. And, and if you don't mind, this is up to you if you want. What, what, what's a typical range for uh, a procedure like this 
uh, if they don't really have the, if, you know, if they have a traditional medical that'll do the injection, but not the product, what, what kind of cost is someone pretty much looking at that's going to, that, you know. It, yeah, absolutely. So it, it, again, it depends on if we're doing PRP or if we're doing the stem cells plus minus those exosomes. Yeah. Um, so it would range anywhere from around a thousand dollars to at the highest grade, um, forty-five hundred ish dollars if you're combining the exosomes with the stem cells and you're getting two procedures. Um, and then we do offer sedation for most of our procedures that we're able to do in the office. So, so uh, that may or may not uh, play into it, and is usually a uh, hundred or two hundred dollars extra. Gotcha. So, so one to one to five thousand dollars, depending Something on like what that. level. So somebody, so somebody's hurting and they know that's the problem. And if they can afford it, then they might as well just get the longer term effect, right? That's. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, if you don't do that and you're, you're getting repeated steroid injections and you've done physical therapy once, but then you start getting into repeated things, um, you're, you're spending more and more money on these over the long term. This is more of a cost upfront. Yeah, uh, but the results so far uh, have been uh, have been excellent. Now they, well, they don't and, have a study specifically right. on this pain problem, so I can't say I've looked at the medical literature and this is going to last forever. Right, it probably won't last forever. Uh, but but most patients are getting years and years of relief, uh, sustained relief from this. Well, that's fantastic. Hey, this is Dr. Ross Carter again. Listen. Um, if you're a doctor or a medical professional or interested in adding exosomes to your practice, or if you're actually a potential patient who's interested in exosomes, I want you to listen. Now, the company that we're recommending, I have a, an agreement with. Basically, I refer them business. Now, I would rather, if you're getting exosomes, make sure to get it from an actual company and not a distributor. So I'm not you know, doing it that way. Basically, I'm just referring you to them. If, but if I do refer them to you or you to them, basically what you'll get is not only will you get product from them uh, at the best price you can get, but you'll also get an additional bonus of free uh, amniotic exosome products as well. So, so what that means is if you order uh, the uh, the placental exosomes, the MSC exosomes, you'll get in addition for free amniotic ex uh, exosomes absolutely free. So if you're using amniotic exosomes, you're already paying for those. And so you get a, you get a vial of those for free with, with purchase of the MSC exosomes. And hopefully you see the, the, the difference in the value by now. If you're a patient and considering this and you think, hey, I'd like to do this procedure, um, all you got to do is you can contact me and I'll, I'll send you places that could be close to you. So here's how to contact me. Just go to my, just send me an email at drrosscarter at gmail.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R -S -S -E at gmail.com. Or you can call or text me at 561-962-1231. That's 561-962-1231. So either email me or text me or call me. It's just best to email or text me and I can get back with you with that information. So if you're considering this, uh, let me, uh, you know, be the reference point and it, it helps to support the show. Obviously, uh, I get a little uh, a benefit if I refer you. So um, I want to be transparent about that. So please support the show and email or text me and I can get you connected and give you the best prices. Plus, 
A special is you're going to get additional amniotic fluid exosomes for free. Can't beat that. So uh, I hope you uh, continue to enjoy the show. Uh, I'll let it continue. Here you go. How do they find you and talk to you about getting this type of procedure? Uh, the best thing to start with is you can look at our website where uh, we describe some of the products that we offer in a little bit more detail and it has more information about uh, our practice and, and uh, uh, my three physician group here. Uh, yes. So you can learn more about us and that and website. Uh, we, uh, yes, uh, we, are, we are located in, uh, in Houston, Texas, just okay. north of Houston in, a, in an area called the Woodlands. Okay. And, and your website is what? Our website is uh, sprintscenter.com. That's Sprint, like the phone company with a Z after it, center.com. And it has all of our contact information, including uh, an email that they can use to reach us or a phone number to schedule an appointment. Uh, we usually try to see uh, patients within a couple of days, if at all possible. Um, and so, uh, so we're, we're open and we really want to be able to help uh, people and with all their pain problems. Can someone do like a telemedicine like consult with you? Um, at this point, we are not doing telemedicine for the first consult because we like to be able to do a physical exam and really yes. do a full comprehensive assessment. Right. But we do offer telemedicine services for, uh, for any other visit. Okay. So it's, it's certainly an option. You would just need to come in for the first consult and obviously for any procedures. And, uh, and after that, we can, we can do everything remotely. Great. And what, what's the office number there? The office number is 713-714-1399. That is our main line. And if, uh, if for whatever reason we don't pick up, we are very responsive to our messages. So, uh, so uh, anyone can leave a message and we will get back to ASAP. Is there a good email that they might want to contact you through? Yes. The practice email is info, uh, like for information, at sprintscenter.com, spelled the same way as for the website. Beautiful. Perfect. I think that was very clear and easy to understand. Um, so if someone is having problems with their hip or their bursa and they're not sure what it is, this, you know, hopefully can clear up that and, and really, you know, provide some valuable, valuable information as well as, you know, if it's, if it's a bursa, it's less of, of a problem than if it's an actual hip problem where maybe the hip joint has been, you know, wearing away or they're having some, some major arthritic problems. And this sounds like it's something that can, it can be managed fairly simple. Absolutely. You can replace a hip joint, but you can't replace your bursa. So it's uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit more, more of an injectable problem than really a, uh, a surgical problem. I love it. Uh, well, Dr. Millet, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for your time and educating us on all everything. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you.